Hey, everybody. Really fun episode of the morning show, typical Friday show. We talk about the saga of Ben.eth and all the rug pull tokens and NFT projects that he's been launching. We talk about ordinals, Bitcoin bear cubs are trending and other action in the Bitcoin NFT world. We talk about some of the recent wins like Grapes by Animoca Brands, the Spirit Dow comic issue number one. We talk about the dot swoosh drop in partnership with gaming giant EA Sports. And then last, we actually roll out a little segment that Clemente titled, What's More Likely to Happen? We give him some grief over the lack of creativity in that title. But overall, it's a really great show. Make sure you go to the nifty.com, create an account, connect your ETH and Solana wallet in preparation of Bodagos. But yeah, hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the NFT Morning Show. If it is your first time listening, we run the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern time each and every week where we discuss all things NFTs, crypto, technology, I almost said techno right there, technology, finance, entertainment, gaming, and just about everything in between. I'm your host, P.O., here with my co-host, Nifty Nick. Nifty Nick, no video today, buddy? No, I didn't bring my camera. I mean, I can Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. All good, buddy. Why are you always Uh, disrespecting me? No, no, I want to. You're, see you're your disrespecting face. me publicly, Use the dude. Laptop camera. It's it was the opposite of disrespect. It was that I missed you, and I uh, obviously wanted to see your face. I don't um, understand. It takes two days for anything to charge in this room, though. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. My laptop's charged for 12 hours. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to work on that voltage, buddy. Got to work on that voltage. Uh, we got Signal, weather reporter extraordinaire, the host of Artist Spotlight at the Nifty Coder turned content creator. Absolutely love hearing her sophisticated takes on this show. Easy, the dog behind Bodagos, day trader extraordinaire, the host of GMGM Market Talk. Nothing goes on in the market, and and he doesn't. Never mind. I'm just moving on. Look, I'm in a new apartment, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, getting used to it. I'm a little bit off. It's okay. Okay, we're going to crush it. Kicks, the CEO of Crypto Raiders Gaming Studio. They just put out Cyber Stadium. That game's getting some legs. Can't wait to see what they put out next. Clemente, producer extraordinaire, wouldn't be able to do the show without him. And then, of course, we have Bunny. Bunny, your bio just says, hold on, I'm driving. Well, actually, P.O., I'm at a red light right now. So that was like a recently updated, like that bio reflects your current life situation. Yeah, I'm driving, dude. I'm driving home. We almost missed the bell for school. We got him there just just on time. He's being a real dickhead today. He wouldn't get dressed. Uh, wow. And I can say that now that I dropped him off. So, so you blame your son for almost being late? Well, I was doing spaces, man. He's going to get dressed. <laughs> That's a tough one. Well, look, uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Before I go any further, Sig, how you doing this morning? I'm doing fine, baby. How you doing? I'm liking the new background, by the way. I really like it. You know, it's funny. Both you and Nick now have kind of pulled off this uh, Fugazi, Fugazi. I've changed apartments, but I kind of live in the same apartment thing going on. Anyone else agree on that? It kind of looks like the same place. They haven't moved. They just threw everything into a box and we're like, yeah, I moved. In a couple days. 100% agree. The only thing that's missing is like the couch is a bit too close. Like, that's the only reason I can tell it's not the same apartment, like the distance to the couch. How's a new place? Oh, it's good. That's also not a couch. That's, uh, there's just no couch there. You, you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. So how, like, how the vibe is a new place? Like, you got, you, you got your internet, but like, how's it feeling? I got the internet. Yeah, it was good. I think the guys that moved me, I think that they were like in a band. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like two out of the three guys had like long hair, mustaches and tattoos. And like one of them had like, what were the hats that Madonna used to wear in the 80s? Like, you know what I mean? Like like those, um, it's one of the Bored Ape traits. Like I I think Madonna bought the Bored Ape with that hat. Uh, So like you you would see someone with a leather jacket and that hat on. No, not a brooch, you bozo. A brooch. Um, oh, oh, uh, the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, material girl hats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what you're talking about? Okay. The guy was English, had tattoos, was wearing that hat. I was like, this guy's in a band, like a hundred percent, you know, because it was just like an interesting squad that moved me. But no, it was good. It was good. Did for there you go. Yeah, exactly. For the first time ever in my, I think, entire life. I did the whole move without having to go back to the old apartment. So like once we left the old apartment, the move was completely done, which I was pretty happy about. And uh, Nick, oh, look at this guy looking good, buddy boy. How you? Oh, looking jacked, looking swole. What's going on, Nicky? Beautiful guy. I'm going to use the audio from the phone rather than the computer, but um, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I, it's a it's a it's a change of venue. Okay. It's a change of venue. That's what that's what's going on right now. I'm trying to figure out what the deal is with breakfast. I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't taken care of breakfast. I don't have my two hard boiled eggs to eat right here. Um, I was starving the other morning and I had made eggs and I was like, damn, I'm like starving. It got to lunchtime and I realized the eggs had somehow fallen underneath the thing that I like the paper towel I had placed. So I didn't actually eat my breakfast. That was what went on the other morning. So that's, um, that's a great story for you. You That's why you were so cranky. Oh, did we have cranky neck? Oh, yesterday. I went on a little bit of a rant yesterday. Hey, why is everyone telling Pia? Why is everyone telling Pia? Yeah, there was Mussolini Nick yesterday. No, sorry. Let's stop. Let's stop telling Pia. Mussolini. Nick Nick was great. He was great. I like the idea of uh, Nick being an Italian dictator. Uh, Nick, why don't you hit a little intermittent fast for once, buddy? I bet you already broke it. I bet you like ate a pistachio or something this morning, so it's already over. We got to get you some boiled eggs, you know? I love that shirt color on you, Nick. Thank you. We should go golfing in that. Hey, Pia, why don't you get some sugar? Burn! <laughs> what a diss. All right, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get in the mix here. Uh, we are going to discuss Grapes, which is the Animoca Back Collection's 4X in less than 24 hours. Damn, is the market coming back? I've heard of a lot of 3Xs, 4Xs, blah, blah, blah. Dot Swoosh's collaboration with gaming giant EA Sports and the latest trending Bitcoin ordinal project. Kix is back in Twitter form. Uh, so it looks like Kix has had some funny quotes recently. Love love hearing that. Uh, no sponsor for today's show. Today's sponsor is just us. Go to the nifty.com, connect your, well, make an account, of course, but then also connect your wallets, both your ETH and your soul wallet, and get in the mix. Let's uh, just throw right over to Signal. Signal, please take it away with the weather report. I will. I will. Nick, uh, and if you ever come back, there's a great tweet that I'm going to share because he was complaining yesterday that he got shaken down by Gary V on uh, for the um, the three for like the 10 grand that he spectacular spent. Spectacular V. The friends. spectacular. And then someone else shared a tweet somewhere that apparently they were sitting next to Gary V on a plane and he shook him down somehow to spend 40 grand 
on a restaurant that is gonna you know be fly NFT fish on, on, on fly fish and then the guy's like so i bought the nft and the restaurant's still not there so like yeah don't worry nick he's, he's, he's just shaking down the market shaking down the market anyway everyone uh onto the weather report gm it is friday the 2nd of june we are now going into peak summer volume at 28.5 million blur just 16 million our open sea down in the dumps at 6.6 onto leaders apes holding that 45 haven't reached bunny's prediction yet of 40 mutants holding that 9.6 range uh while punks at 52 azuki going steadily up uh it's hit hit 16.2 while captain's just itching to get to easy's exit at 10 e it is just at 9.8 uh d god's holding 8.6 and pudgy's holding 4.7 over the past 24 hours while well, ben.eth acquired the collection ff6000 and followed up with selling out 9,000 nfts at 0.1 each uh with holders receiving an orange square verification on their twitter profile great utility uh and then the eth entity and nft will be teleburned into ordinals so that floor reaches high as 0.17 before settling at point one ETH. On to grapes. We spoke about it a bit. We're going to do uh, that more. Animoca back project minted out at 0.03. We haven't seen those low mint numbers in a while. That hit a 10x for minters after the team announced a collab with Fortnite. That collection ran up to 0.4 before settling around 0.3 this morning. Onto some meme coin shit. While well, Turbo meme coin creator faced considerable fud from the community after he created a new coin called Clown, shilling it as an experiment. And he tweeted that expect absolutely nothing of me after release. Well, it turned out that was a very bad idea because OG market participants like uh, Dee's tweeted that they dumped all their Turbo following the tweet. And then lastly, we just spoke about it now, but the hotly anticipated, uh, no, sorry, we haven't spoken about it. the hotly anticipated Mint Ether has divulged and they made a decision to revise the Mint price and royalties given current market con conditions and just a lack of trust in the projects. The Mint price is going from one ETH all the way down to 0.65 for public Mint. and. Uh, and if you are on the allow list, it's 0.35 or free if you lock it up for 10 weeks. On to crypto, BTC at 27, ETH at 1800, Sol above 20 at 21, Ape just holding steady at 3.1. Bit of a mix of a bag there, but if you hold all four, you'll probably be doing okay. Back to you, folks. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I'll go ahead, Nick. There's like so much absolute garbage in this market, man. It's like depressing. It's like, the, uh, oh, Ethers was so kind to reduce their mint price from $400,000 down to $1,000, which is like, wow. Th thank you for being so gr so gracious with your, with your price. And, and you only and have you to only pay 2X if you're not on the whitelist. The whole thing, and 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 then Ben.eth was like, everyone gets Twitter blue. Well, with that orange thing. thing is deeper than you think. That's like a whole different thing. So that product, well, product. They basically paid for a verification badge, uh, built a way to connect it to your Twitter to have it like shift in four days to people, and then sold it to Ben.eth for about 350 ETH. So he bought this is orange, and then sold. Then did, did the mint. They weren't going to do a 10k supply, so his 350 ETH investment got him a thousand ETH. So like, talk about a good ROI. But that was like from start to sell that people before Ben.eth made that in four days. This guy's like a private equity shark just doing like, you know, seven day mergers and acquisitions, like just on the fly, dude. Well, I mean, so 
do we know who the hell where did this guy and i don't want to spend too much time on it we have a lot to cover in today's show but like ben Dottie, like where did this guy come from this is just, i remember him he's been around for a while in nfts for sure and, and what was he I doing mean, before he was he, he had an account called beanie just trading. I've, I've followed Ben Dadith for a while. He's a pretty good trader. Yeah. Uh, he's been in the space, I want to say, since like 2021. So I, th I think the like 2023 arc for him was he got in Pepe super early. Made I think he probably made a fat bag off of Pepe. Is, and, then, and then started doing some other coins and then created his own coin, Ben. And that like started his his arc of uh like you know gordon gecko well gordon gecko or like literally you know insert criminal name here i mean it, it, has is he not like doing things that are illegal yeah i mean like generally in the united states you don't want to uh sell uh tokens to to people via the public markets like if you open the book of like you know like a lawyer says like here's the top three things not to do uh, if you're in crypto United States, that's the that's the number one thing for sure. Um, so that's definitely not good. Um, but you know he's rich as fuck right now, dude. Uh, he could probably just move to Dubai and be pretty pretty chill. But I would probably book that flight, you know, sooner rather than later. <laughs> um, but up to him. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's fucking. Uh, you know, like they say, never be the main character, right? But I mean, like this dude is making an epic movie as the main <laughs> character. You know what I mean? He's like, if I only have a certain amount of weeks of fame, like I'm going big, dude. Like I don't know what kind of Adderall Limitless subscription <laughs> this guy's on, but I mean, he's 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 making some moves. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the orange thing's below floor price. I think I think no, the, yeah, no. I think it may be coming to an end here soon. It did um, run up. There's two, two collectors though. There's yeah, two collections, Bunny said. And Bunny had yeah, his hand raised. What's going he on, Bunny? He messed up. He messed up the contract. It's not really a big deal because of the Teleburn, but he messed up the contract, so it only allowed for nine thousand to be minted, and then he had to make another collection called Loyal FF, whatever, right? Uh, but I mean, once the Teleburn happens, it's I guess it kind of doesn't matter. Oh, Five hundred even. I mean, the the Teleburn. What, yeah, what, so like, a teleburn is basically like you know like telethons when they're trying to raise money for charity it's like that except when you call in they ask you what your ordinal address is and then they they mint you your orange well, you missed the other step there kicks you ever play that game telephone as a kid where you say something in a line and by the end it's something totally different it's basically like that so you're gonna send your it. nft and you may not even get anything at the other end but you just spent money so it's a pretty unique and innovative utility for nfts Here, here's what i gotta say though I, I don't know what kind of emojis you can do on the organization side on Twitter. Cause like, here's the thing, like, you know, you can good, bad, whatever. Not an emoji. It uses the PFP. So anything you put in the profile picture is what it is. That's what I'm saying. He's actually kind of fucking innovative. Like, like why, why? Well, he's why not innovative. Like, he bought it from somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's a Gordon Gecko. He, he sees, he sees a spark of genius. The, the point I'm trying to make though, is like, imagine if pudgy penguins, had the option where you could join the pudgy penguins organization and pay fifty dollars a month but if, you have like if a i could get the board ape skull next to my name if you, if you could get the board ape skull next yeah. to your name right for you you don't think every board ape would buy that yeah that's what i'm saying like that's actually kind of it's kind of a cool idea like you gotta you gotta give props where it's where it's due um you know like i think that's kind of like I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some like legit projects you know jack that idea 
So one good idea after uh, four or five rug pulls and millions and millions of dollars extracted, uh, you know, nefariously from the ecosystem. Did you see Bet, uh, BitBoy? That's what I was BitBoy's about to say. He yeah. went off. <laughs> and speaking of Adderall, BitBoy's on some fucking Adderall, dude. You can see his like hand twitch and just talking, dude. I, I can't do BitBoy. I saw a little bit of that video. BitBoy needs to like. I don't know. He needs to like get jacked or something. I can't do the current version of Bit BitBoy. It's just so confusing to me. I'm like, how did this schmuck ever? Oh, jeez. All right. All right. Here we go. You got me loose here because I'm moving. You got me loose. I don't know. Maybe the New York's coming out. Well, look at this schmuck. What's he doing? But in all seriousness, I'm walking here. I, I Wait, just... hold on. Can you finish the statement? Because you started with his physical appearance. <laughs> And, and and attributed that to him being a piece of shit. So I want to hear how the rest I didn't plays say out. piece of shit. I just don't understand how he rose to prominence, and um, I just don't get it. I don't get like what the early, deal is. With again, early YouTube <laughs> vibes of shilling tokens that were micro caps, pumping people's bags in a bull run leads to people thinking you're a god level trader. But but what you got to do is once again, just like Ben, like doing this interesting Twitter organization thing. You got to look at the innovative things these guys do. Have you seen how this, how uh, BitBoy like jerks at his mic stand when he's talking? Like he just like bends it all over the place. It's awesome. It's so cool <laughs> to watch. I don't know why more people don't do it. So like, his technique, you like, you really like the technique? Well, he literally inverts it. Like it goes yeah. into an invert V. This thing is oiled up. Like I don't know what kind of oil he's putting on slicks. this thing, but he's dude, this thing's made out of rubber or something. He's bending it all over the place. Like, you know, his epic rant where he's like, they're like taking everything from us. He was jerking that thing all over. I can't even sit for five minutes without my camera falling off. Like, I don't know what kind of engineers he has at his studio. Like physical, like, like you know, lube engineers. Like people lubing yeah. his his metal arms and stuff. Okay. Breaking you guys want to start stroking your mics? Okay. So we, we can... okay. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here we go. One guy said he's not fit boy crypto. That's a that's a good little uh, dig right there. I liked hearing that one. So look, uh, we're going to get in the meat and potatoes of the show. Again, reminder to go to the nifty.com, create an account, connect your ETH and soul wallet. Uh, anyway, following the sale of over nearly 100,000 hour, hour force one boxes, Dot Swoosh teased a collaboration with gaming giant EA Sports. Big news, huh? We got a couple gaming boys on the stage right now. What do you make of this? Dude, so I played NFL Rivals for like too long last night, which mm. is like the mobile app. We can use it. We got audio, Clemente. So uh, I just think that it's like some kind of overstep, overreach. Like they saw NFL Rivals' success right now. Who's do, they're, they're making it an absolute killing on the app store with like a Madden Ultimate Team style. And I think that EA Sports kind of realized like, holy shit, if we go this route, and do what Top Shot was trying to do, but actually just throw it in the games where people can own these assets for an extended period of time. I think that there's something there, which is like what I think they're getting after. Like you're seeing player based on NFL rivals from the mobile application increase. Uh, I think EA Sports did 1.6 billion in revenue in 2021 on Ultimate Teams. So like clearly there's a market demand for it. And I think the bigger thing here is like what Dot Swoosh has done a really good job of is not saying the word NFT or blockchain. Yeah. Which I think is how EA Sports can get a page out of their book and really do something cool that could have like quote like digital ownership of actual trading cards that are used in game which is like maybe i'm just sucking on hopium here and extremely hopeful for like what i want but i think that that's like an awesome avenue because top shot was supposed to have a game 
some capacity with those player cards, and it just never came to fruition. And I just think if somebody does this well, there's an opportunity. Bunny, what was that? Uh, the game's comment for Top Shots. It's around the corner. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, well, look, I mean, this is big news. I think it's so fascinating that these big that now NFTs is just the word that will not be said under any circumstances, you know. And I mean, when I tell people that, like, you know, oh, what do you do? It's like, uh, you know, I have a business in the NFT space, or you know, I'm in an NFT startup. They literally are like, that's still a thing. But I was thinking about it the other day. If somebody told me they were really into Pokemon cards right now, I would probably be like, that's still a thing because it's not something that I touch. So you just have to understand that people don't get any exposure to it. But it's interesting that it requires a full rebrand of the technology slash activity for these big brands to be able to do it. They're still doing it. And they're like, we have to do this. This is the way of the future. But it's interesting to me that they have to operate like this. Before we move on to the next thing, which is going to be Grapes by Animoca Brands. Kicks, do you have any thoughts on the EA Sports thing? Because you're a gaming guy. It's in the game. Um, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I haven't done enough research into it. I lean towards what Easy said. That makes sense to me is that I think that um, EA Sports essentially has close to a monopoly on sports games. And so I think that strategically, if they're seeing like th this kind of competition come into their market and it's coming in multiple facets, right? It's coming from like uh, daily fantasy sports, you know, sports betting. It's coming from like uh, so rare. It's coming from NFL rivals. It makes sense to me that they would come into this space just from a like market share protection strategy. Which is actually what you like is the, probably the most common way for big corporations, right, to enter a new space. Exactly. Right? It, they don't really enter a new space, so they start to see smoke or they feel a little like heat from the fire, and they're like, "Oh, like, okay, like these guys are actually printing." in an industry that we normally dominate, we need to get our asses over there and start doing stuff. Exactly. If if Nike didn't buy Artifact, then Adidas would have. You know, like then Puma would have. Like it, it would have happened at that time. So anyway, Grapes, Animoca backed winner of the day, went from 0.1 to 0.4 yesterday. Nice 4X in the NFT space. Haven't seen that in a little bit or just didn't see it commonly. Uh, the project is labeled as having cross-media collaborations with gaming, animated series, merchandise, and license dropping. It is quote-unquote backed by Animoca. Animoca is crushing it with Mochaverse. The floor price is 0.75 ETH, 7,700 Ethereum in secondary trading volume. Uh, what do we make of grapes and what do we make of Animoca's projects right now? Any thoughts from anybody? So a couple key things with grapes. Uh, I, dude, I'm such an idiot. Like this was like this was a great day for NFTs when these dropped. You had Spirit Dow also dropped. Yep. You had the Oni Force announcement. Like there was some good volume across the board. And even the last couple of days, you've been seeing volume kind of circle back to NFTs. Even with crypto kind of scaling a little bit higher here, which is not something we commonly see. So like right now, it's starting to feel like we may actually get this like speculative NFT June that a lot of people keep calling for with so many announcements on the horizon, so many key things. And what, what happened with Grapes was like sort of an outlier. I think there was a little bit of a, a one-off use case. It was supposed to be a higher supply. They cut supply because the Mint basically stalled at 33.33 and then immediately dropped an announcement about how they're going to be doing development for creative maps in Fortnite and other assets and returning 40% of the revenue that they make in Fortnite the holders of their grape token. So like, they're is that a security then? I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Animoca's not based out of the US. That's the other thing. Animoca's sure not, Animoca's yeah, not, they're not US, US based. based. Yeah. So, so everything if this company is not based out of the US, then there's potential that they'll be fine for it. 
And how they distribute these tokens is the other interesting thing. Like if there's no public sale, is the Howey test, is it just their way to return value? Are they going to dump the profits into a liquidity pool? There's a lot of math that's going to have to go into this. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm trying to not go to jail, so I don't feel comfortable commenting on it. But uh, yeah, they got some something with Fortnite. Seems like Fortnite's the new Minecraft server. Kix, you're muted. Kix. They got a great website, and I'm a big website uh, guy. Well, we know. Nice. I mean, we really know good website, dude. Nice really website. good website. So I just I love this. Is a classic play. It's like it, it mint stalls. You know, meaning like there's not enough demand for it. Cut supply. Okay, this thing's worth four x. <laughs> Let's go. Like <laughs> that's my favorite thing about NFTs. It's just the logical thing. Like if you, I didn't want that, it for retail, but I want it for four x. Yeah, I mean, if you explain that to like a like a business person, a seasoned <laughs> business person in any other industry. It'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's a, that'd be like Nike, like doing a shoe drop and it's just a huge flop. They only sell 20% of supplies. So and then they just like, like barn, like barn fire the other 80% and it becomes like the most valuable shoe of all time. I want to go to signal just one second. If you could pull that website up again, Clemente, one of the founders is just who wants to be a millionaire. What the hell does that mean? What does it mean that? What, what does that mean? But kicks to your point, that does happen. Like that's the crazier part. Is like Wait. mischief. A streetwear company um, had to take sneakers out of production because Nike sued Lil Nas X, and those sneakers went up ten x in price because like scarcity. So like, but obviously those are like two different. But there was, that, was already demand for those, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's no, but like, I'm, I'm not hating on this. I mean, I think this is. This is, uh, I feel better about buying these than those fucking uh, fish bowls that I top bought. You know, oh, man. those were so bad. I got oh. wrecked on those, dude. I got fucking oh. We always get baited into the things that are so bad. Like, so bad. Anyway, sorry, Sig. And uh, Clemente, no, if you can take the reins. So easy. This is the same concept that we were talking about with Only Force, where now there's this map. You need to drive traffic to the map. Different then, side. Different side. These, this company is going to be building those for other people, they're going to be creating oh, sellable okay. assets in Fortnite Creative. So Fortnite Creative does already allow for, like the longer term vision that Epic Games has already stated will be happening is community created content, like UGC, user generated content. Whether it's maps that you can sell to other people, whether it's skins and like pickaxes that you can sell, uh, experiences in like that stuff, like basically assets that you can sell. It gives me a lot of like Second Life vibes when people were becoming millionaires by selling clothes in Second Life. That's like kind of the vibes I'm getting with this. And uh, they're trying to be the first in that space to be a creator. Versus, a, versus everything else. Yeah, so would you say this is a stronger play than the, like, yes. Oni because they are building the infrastructure whilst you can say Oni sort of, like, like uh, creating a map on top of that infrastructure. Yeah, so, they're selling the shovels versus, yeah. like, you know, to the yeah. gold miners kind of exactly. thing. Okay, exactly. Okay, cool. That sounds actually really cool. Yeah. What, it's what all, you it's look at because it's all this Fortnite stuff that's popping up right now, and it does remind me of, like, when everyone was getting the NFT world and going crazy. Yeah. And it's nice to see Graves be like, we're not going to do the Fortnite creative thing. We're going to be hired to build that for other people because we get that better than actually doing this. And instead, we're going to go for the full security route and give you give you part of the revenue that we make. So we'll see. Easy. When you look at the the uh, Animoca backed term, uh, is this? Do you know the the details on what that means? Because I, I'm noticing an interesting trend when you look at Ether, that is basically a metaversal project. When you look at like Art Gobblers, was paradigm backed, or is that going to be more of a trend? Do you think? Ah, uh, dude, it's like kind of interesting to be honest. Like I look at it and I'm like, these companies that are backing it, are they giving them funding? And if so, why are you then raising a mint? You know what I mean? Like I look at Ether, which is raising a ton of money. 
but it's metaversal back. So like, what does that backing look like? And those are the things that like, I really try to understand a little bit more that I don't fully get. And maybe we do continue to see that, but it also provides some level of like, so I don't know if it's support, but like confidence because you have right. a, a publicly docs company that's done a ton and is now backing an NFT project to try to help them grow and scale. I think this does get oversaturated and played out over time. Like Animoca has their own project. They have a few projects that they're invested in. Isn't Animoca invested in Yuga too? Or is that other deed, other side? Yep, they are. Yeah, so Three like at what point, like like anything that we see, the first couple start to really ramp and then it tails off very quickly because it's like, dude, Animoca backs goddamn everybody at this point. Like Johnny mm. down the street got an Animoca backing and he just released <laughs> who knows what, you know? As, as soon as it becomes too easy for people to know that it's going to work is when it's over. You know? The interesting thing was like, <clears throat> excuse me, Art Gobblers was like the first paradigm back project. And then it was like, it was basically what pushed Blur to become, to start getting market share, which was really interesting. Uh, so it, it, it really, if Animoca starts doing these different like uh, infrastructure plays plus the NFT projects and uses them to like intertwine together, that could become really interesting in my opinion. I was, I mean, those uh, little, what do you call them? Those Mocha verse things are, 0.75 ETH is, is absurd to me. I thought they were at like 0.2. I would I no. thought they were at 0.01. The, the Mochaverse? I thought those were north of one ETH at one point. They were they were at one point. They did break one ETH, but it was one of those things where we saw Momo Guru trade really low. Yeah. Um, the thing, but it was that same time period. Like all of that went down. And if you actually look at this chart, because like I was looking at this, even now, I mean, it's been, they were up to one and a half ETH. So it's, they're down 50%. Yeah, but for them to get to, like, the the difference between this and Momoguru is, Momoguru is people that had no business being in, like, like those people are trying to come into Web3 and raise an ass load of money out the gate and then be basically be like day one. It would be like if I'd never played basketball before, but I got an NBA contract and I, I got a $4 million deal to figure out how to play basketball from zero. At least Animoca brand is a quote-unquote Web3 native entity at some point. You Last got, three days, well, this is trending up too. Like I'm looking what, here. The numbers look well, good. What, let me real quick just explain to you how to become Web3 native. Um, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to launch a token and then not do shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so like that's how – that's that's your qualifications. If you've done that, you're incredibly qualified. What you're going to want to do is hop on Twitter, troll a bunch of people, just talk shit about them basically – call them idiots for buying your token and then just run off with the money and then come back and be like, I'm well-trained. <laughs> well, look, Nick, I, I did hear your security rant yesterday. I didn't hear the whole show. They cut off my internet at the old apartment a day early, but I heard part of it. I tried to participate, but the internet wasn't working. But I really appreciated your security rant. Uh, when you really boil it down, the number one thing participants in the space want is an unregistered security because they're through crypto, so and they're not going to pay taxes on it. They're obsessed with not paying taxes on it, like obsessed. That's literally their favorite thing in the whole world is just not paying taxes on things. And then, but but the fact that it's a security is just so funny to me. Like you bring up just the concept of a dividend, the literal concept of a dividend, and they're like, that sounds good. But if I just go and say, hey, go buy a bunch of like, you know, S&P 500, like an ETF for the S&P 500, they're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, are you are you OK? Because I'm never going to do that in a million years. But give me this. But if you say uh, if you say to them, 
pudgy penguin holders are going to get a percentage of the toy sales, which is not the case. But that's like what people want. Like people like ask me when I uh, talk to them about pudgy penguins, they're like, do you think that the holders are going to get a percentage of the toy sales? And I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. Like, and, and I don't think you want that as a holder, but they're like, no, no, that sounds good to me. So, so anyway, the people who license their pudgies are actually getting a portion of the toy sales. Well, yeah, I know the, the that. Anyway, but yeah, general holders aren't. Yeah, you're right. It's and, straight up security. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, look, moving on. Well, we got to talk about this stupid Ben Dot orange square that he messed up a line of code in the smart contract. So it was nine thousand instead of ten thousand, and he left three hundred thousand dollars or something, two hundred thousand dollars on the uh, on the table. What what do we want to talk about, guys? He switched from a token instead of just naming a token Ben. And naming a token PSYOP, now he did an NFT project, which was our, an orange. orange square, which is the equivalent of just writing a, a word for NFTs. Uh, I'm impressed. The guy's impressive. I mean, I feel like this is Doesn't like miss. this is something out of a movie where the guy's spiraling out of control and he's addicted to doing criminal activity for big money, right? Is that not what's happening? Like... I just feel like it's what's a movie where someone goes out of control and just becomes you know, Scarface, like becomes a big criminal or like the Godfather, Michael Corleone by the end is killing his own brother. I just feel like this is the spiral from a normal person to like full blown criminal. No one else. They, everyone else is like, yeah, you, you take it from here, buddy. We're not is, we're not on the show. It is interesting to see like the fact that he was able P.O. He sold this thing out. Nine thousand NFTs at point one. He sold this thing out in 15 minutes. Yeah, he sold it out. But, it can't, but it's not even surprising anymore. That's the thing. Like, we've got to the point where you put an, an address on your Twitter and people send you money. So if the game is that easy, it's not even like a surprise that he can have an NFT collection and raise so much money. And I think he, you know, he was just in the, he, he has a bit of right place, right time, riding this current meta and being the current villain, the main character of that. Uh, how long he can sustain this, I don't know. How much attention we should be giving it, really, I don't know. It's already uh, falling I, off. Like, look at the charts. Look at the charts for Loyal. Look at the chart for PSYOP. Look at the chart for, what? what's the other one he did? Uh, loyal. Loyal. Oh, yeah, yeah, Loyal, PSYOP. Is ben how, much, ben. how much money does he have? Ben was the original. Yeah. yeah. And then also how much money well, does like, he have in his wallet right now? He's like the second or third largest holder of Ethereum, and I'm not kidding. Someone needs to wallet drain this dude. That would be the best finish to the story would be a proper wallet drain of this guy. That'd be no, crazy. I, I would be very upset if that happened because that money would actually be out of the ecosystem. At least this guy is like <laughs> hasn't sold it off yet. Uh, he's buying like bonklers and miladies and a bunch of other random <laughs> Fair. shit. But, like at least the money is circling back to NFTs. Like I'll take that. Any He's almost a patron week. at this point, isn't he? He's almost a patron <laughs> yeah. to the like, NFT community. That you're going to pump a floor, man. Just money post what you're buying first. It, let us know. Let us let the community front run you and then sweep it higher. It, He's literally he tornadoing cashing your money back he into collections. 20 million? 20 million. Dude. Yeah, 20 million in his account. 20 million. Get him out in like two months. Like it, dude, his account is going to be so pissed because this all went to a hot wallet. In his, his accountant? Account. I mean, at this point, his accountant. Think about it from this perspective. The guy's like known. Like you're gonna. It's all right. So we're gonna assume in prison here. 
his well, accountant or the best lawyers in America. That's for sure. His accountant is, um, what's his name? Better call Saul is his accountant and, and uh, lawyer. and lawyer. And, uh, I want to call out a quick comment here. We got, uh, Ellie.jpg yelling at me for spoiling the Godfather telling him that Michael Corleone, sorry, you only had 50 years to watch the movie. Um, you know, you know what would be great if Ben somehow ends up being the buyer of the goose and then, and then, and then no one can say Yo. anything against him, man. If he just like, I mean, I don't know what that auction is going to go to, but he has enough money in that hot wallet to probably buy it. So if he did that, I think all sins go to zero. The all sins go to zero. All sins go to zero. Ben.eth right now is basically like the leader of the, the Crips gang in a major uh, urban city who's d destroying the neighborhood, but also giving back. Like going to the ice cream truck truck and buying the kids ice cream, you know. He's Denzel. He's giving back. <laughs> He's giving back to the community. American gangster. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving, you know where to go for a turkey while the guy's like, you know, destroying your neighborhood. Okay, anyway, so next thing, look, Clemente really uh really queued up a lot of stuff today, so we gotta keep it moving. Bitcoin bear cubs are trending. They are the talk of our Discord. People are getting in the mix. Look, ordinal stuff, baby. Ordinals is not going anywhere. I've seen people that I, you know, that I think are like relatively smart put tweets out and they're like, I thought ordinals were stupid. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? That's like if, like, I just don't get it. Like, that's like being like, I thought pasta was stupid. Like, what do you mean? Like that, I just do not understand this. Um, so anyway, the Bitcoin bear cubs, easy. Did you get in the mix on this? What, what's the story? Yeah, so I got one. I traded one. Um, they have a Genesis collection that's 100 supply that's currently sitting about half a Bitcoin. And those are sub 10K inscriptions. They pre-inscribed these. So they're all under a million inscriptions, which is what caused a lot of interest on them. They One of the first 10Ks on Magic Eden's launch pad. So it was more of like a, this felt mm. like an infrastructure test here. What's the floor? I can't really see right now. 0.0064. Yes. Yeah, I think it peaked, about a around, like, uh, it, it peaked around like 0 0.008. Yeah, 0 so almost a 4x out of mint, which is really good. Like that's solid right now. No royalties on Bitcoin as well. So it's it's honestly, it's not bad. And a lot of people were just like excited to try this. They did a decent rollout for allow list, which let a lot of people try like their first Bitcoin ordinals mint. The mint was really smooth, like extremely smooth. There was a reorg last night with ordinals and BRC20s, however, that caused an issue with a wallet so they pushed the mint back about three hours because uh, the wallet wasn't working because they had to reorg the ordinals on like the nodes or whatever. And it was it was like the first time a lot of people were freaking out about it because they had given a Unisat wallet for the whitelist. So they ended up pushing it back from six to nine p.m. That I think let a lot of people port it over and it minted out in the pre-sale, which was slightly overallocated. But it was really a test, in my opinion, for like liquidity and size because there hasn't been many 10k collections on ordinals because of the cost of inscription and everything else. And the sellout was like really well received it got a lot of people excited about it trading over mint price is a big win so but what was the what was the cost in usd to mint i'm just i think curious. it was like 80 dollars 0. 0.002 damn that's a like good price bucks. so 80 times 10,000 800 800 grand that's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty decent size mint. i mean that's no ben you know he did double that <laughs> yeah, it was 72 dollars so they made about 750 grand nice yeah, yeah that's some that's a good size mint and then also 10k supply which as you said has been uh, up until now pretty rare uh, to see a collection size that big on ordinals. Yeah, so ordinals continuing to to cook. 
Guys, well, of, of course it's going to continue to cook. I just want to. I think the narrative shifts though. Like right now, everyone's like, "Oh, it's a low inscription." Like eventually, we're going to stop giving a shit about the inscription. We're over ten million at this point. Yeah, like we saw the same thing with e, like ETH NFTs. Like this was one of the first ETH NFTs. Like oh. the provenance, sub ten k will always have its place, just oh, like yeah. ENSs yeah. do, and like three digits. But after a while, like the inscription number won't matter. Like I think we even end up probably stop showing the inscription number. And it's just part of the. Yeah, I don't think it matters at all. Maybe after 10k, I, originally I remember like I was thinking like I like Ethereum, like the for, who no one can even know what the first a thousand Ethereum NFTs were, right? And a lot of them are worth like zero dollars. But what changed my mind on it was the fact that like the first Ethereum NFTs were before there was even like an NFT market at all, right? There was no talk show like this. There was no like real active participants like we all got to watch ordinals come online like live there was like an existing you know i'm, I'm thinking the fact that it, it it's the biggest blockchain and it came on so late so everybody saw like the start of ordinals means that i think it has more like the first a thousand first a hundred have more value than maybe with ethereum just but because how do like, you avoid becoming the guy or gal that buys the rock you don't you know? You remember if that's rock? your destiny. The, the yeah, Ether Rock still best. slap. I would put one of those up in my house. I'm a huge Ether Rock fan. Yeah, but how much? But how much you want to pay for it? Because it's $7. like the narrative. Exactly. That's my point. It's like it can be historic, but that doesn't mean that it has a high value. The way I and look at like trying to figure that out. The way I look at it is the the SAT thing is uh, it's basically an extra layer that only is possible on Bitcoin. That's a nice to have. So there is provenance with certain Satoshis, but that's not the whole thing. It's just an extra layer. If I break down the Bitcoin ordinals thing, because like I said, I'm still seeing tweets where I feel like, it, you know, people are like, it's the it's the current meta. It's like, no, no, you, you like actually have to process what's actually going on. And keep in mind, guys, I have zero ordinals or I have the BRC20 that easy had me get the OXBT. How's that doing, by the way? Where's that at? That's pretty well, man. You're up, you're up like a nice casual 4X. That's awesome. Very cool. So that's like $300. I love it. Um, I don't even know how to sell it. So I'm going to have to figure out how to sell it. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> somebody t teach me how to buy the, I mean, excuse me, how to sell the OXBT and then buy it off me. How about we do that? Okay. Someone tutorial like me and buy it. But let me just give it, give it to you real quick. Is that basically the, on like now nfts are properly on bitcoin which is the first most robust blockchain ever currently most robust solved the double spend problem you know the cryptocurrency the blockchain now has proper nfts right you also have an audience of people that are bitcoin whales that basically just didn't understand like there was some sort of violent confusion about nfts they thought that nfts somehow were against bitcoin because they they emerged on ethereum and anything ethereum is bad it was a weird random political issue that was kind of um, it, it was hard for people in the in the kind of cult of uh, Bitcoin laser-eyed maximalism to understand. And now they're understanding, wait a minute, NFTs were basically brought into the world on Bitcoin, like from Bitcoin. Like without Bitcoin, you don't have NFTs. And now the user interface and uh, use, like ease of use, like functionality is being built out at a rapid rate on Bitcoin. So people are interested in participating in NFTs on Bitcoin and they're going to start getting in. So is there going to be an Ether Rock equivalent on Bitcoin? One bajillion percent. You bet your ass it is. 
But that doesn't mean that there isn't going to be a bunch of quality stuff that comes out on Bitcoin. And I think that the Satoshi provenance thing is very, very cool. It's a cool extra thing. It's not the whole thing, but it's a cool little extra thing. I agree. Do do you think there's a world where, to to anyone really, where there's a world then where people that have never been in NFTs at all essentially now are like, because they're only Bitcoin maxis, now yes. we're going to start buying. So there's going to be money yeah. entering the ecosystem. 100%. And I actually think that it may, it, this is net bullish for ETH NFTs because yeah. it's going to red pill people, wealthy early crypto people into NFTs that previously hated NFTs and maybe thought they were scams and stuff like that. This is what I wrote about really early on is like the fact that they're like Bitcoin native. They're not a layer two. Bitcoin matches hate layer twos. At least the laser-eyed people do, but the normal ones are actually building layer twos. But okay, go ahead. But you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that are like, they basically say Bitcoin is the only crypto asset. Kind of like when Sailor was like, there is no number two. Right, but to be fair, that culture basically emerged in 2016, 2017 in, result, in response to the first wave of bullshit ICO, altcoin, shitcoin scams. And that's yeah. what sent them extremely like, in the opposite. It, it's well, sure, but it sent them extremely in the opposite direction to become like the religious cult Bitcoin maximalism, and that's now basically dying. It basically is because they don't have a leg to stand on because NFT technology is so great and interesting, and it's on Bitcoin layer one, like you just pointed out, layer one. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so you can basically look at that period as like 2016 to 2023. Maybe it bleeds into 2024, but it's just dead. Just like, you know, communism was a thing for a period and then everyone was like, nah, that's not good. You know, anyway, go ahead. Totally. Yeah, I, I, I think it's it's awesome for this space. I also think that a lot of people, like if you're listening and you haven't got into ordinals yet, maybe you heard about ordinals when they were trading on spreadsheets back in February, right? The technology has improved greatly where right now it's not much different than trading uh, NFTs on Ethereum at all. You basically just have a Unisat wallet, which is, just like a MetaMask wallet. I got Xverse. You, is that okay? Yeah, four Xverse. And I then like you X-verse trade. Yeah, and then you trade it on Magic Eden. It's just like any other uh, like NFT experience that you've had. But my what my what I want to say is is that I think we are still so early on ordinals that there is not a Yuga Labs yet. There's not even a, a Gutter Cat game well, yet. Taproot like, Wizards. Yeah. Yeah. Think we'll it's gonna go crazy. I'm just telling you, like it's know. gonna I mean, go crazy. It's it's like the um, it's like you know you see the image of like Che Guevara. It's like that for Bitcoin. It like really is, or excuse me, for non-laserized Bitcoin innovation culture. Taproot tap wizards, because it's Udi I'm and sure Eric. People Blatt. that are on the whitelist want that to be the case. I wouldn't say that they're probably gonna be the Yuga Labs, but have you seen ZK Sharks? Yeah, it's the, crushing. No. ZK Sharks is a different project, but he's doing very well. Ordinal Maxi OMG. business, dude. I so I love ZK. He I spent a decent amount of time with the guy. He just gets it. And he was so early on this. And every time I talk to him, it's another wild situation where he's like, two Bitcoin is FUD. He's like dead set. He's like, this thing's going to 10. And he's like, 10, 10 Bitcoin is FUD. Like the fact that this minted at 0.02, 0.03. It's expensive. Like it's up a clean 10x. It was expensive too. But it's fifty thousand dollars and there's sales. Everyone's Crazy. Like, how liquid is it? Three sales yesterday at 50 grand. Like that is size. It's more liquid than a Fidenza. 
Yeah. And what's, but the supply is like, what, 100, 200? Uh, there's 250, I think, or maybe 200, 100 of each one. The secondary ones are like 0. 0.7, I think, 0. 0.6. The primary ones are two Bitcoin. He didn't so give you one or, or put you on the list? I was on the allow list. I missed it. What? But, uh, oh. Sorry. But yeah, just to wrap up my point, I think, like, what I'm trying to say to people is I think a lot of people think, like, oh, ordinals, it's all, like, I, I missed the boat on it. Uh, or like, I, I don't, the technology isn't there. Like the technology is there and you don't have to like sign up now and just immediately buy any project that comes out there. My point is, is that we're still so early that if you at least just like load up an X first or Unistat wallet, get some Bitcoin on there onto a taproot wallet, check out magic, uh, Eden ordinal section, you know, once a week or something like that, just keep a pulse on the market you, there is going to be big projects on here and they're probably being worked on right now, but they haven't even launched yet. So there's still probably going to be a lot of um, opportunity on the table. I'm like UPO. I haven't done a crazy amount of ordinals trade. I was smart enough to, mm. uh, when ZK shark came on, he's like, you guys are going to fade ordinals. And uh, you, you guys don't, you know, you guys just don't get it and everything like that. I was like, okay, ZK, I'm going to hedge. I'm going to hedge this right now. And I bought two Bitcoin toads sub five K that those have done a nice 2x since then and i own a couple of pingus that's about it but right now i'm just keeping my feet wet trying to you know understand the market because i do really believe that um the i know the we're so early is such a meme but it's like true there's no there's no project right now out that's like the project yeah. and it's probably going to come out over the next like 6 months. So there's plenty of opportunity on the table. You can be patient, just under learn the space. I'm telling you it's Taproot Wizards. I don't know if I'm on the whitelist for uh, Taproot Wizards. I'm just telling you like if you understand what's going on, that's going to be the first one that like goes crazy crazy because it's like deeper than just a project. It just represents I'm I'm dead serious like Che Guevara's face. Like that's the equivalent of Tap like the where there's an image that represents a, a movement. Um, anyway, I want to hear from Signal on this. We're going to keep it moving. Dimitri Cherniak's The Goose. So for people that don't know, there's a Ringers collection. All right. It's an Art Blocks collection by Dimitri Cherniak. It's one of the highest value collections. And there's a single generation, a single piece in that collection that resembles a goose. There it's it is. It's not right on there. Bitcoin, though. Did you know that, Pia? It's not on Bitcoin. It's on Ethereum. And it's being auctioned because Three Arrows Capital bought it at the top or near the top of NFTs, August 2021. They were very, very cocky. They thought that they were smarter than everyone else, but they were actually bozos. And they bought it for 5.9 million bucks in addition to other stuff. I mean, they bought a gold ape at the top. They were just buying things at the top and then going on podcasts, acting like they, they literally said, like, Bitcoin's not going to work. I was like, okay, buddy. Yep, you guys got to figure out. Uh, it was 1800 Ethereum at the time. Uh, so anyway, it's expected to fetch a price tag of two to three million June 15th during the Sotheby's Grails 2 auction. What do you make of this, Sig? This is big time stuff. We just saw a seven figure Fidenza sale. I mean, June is shaping up. June is shaping up. It is. I'm really liking what's happening in, in June and just the general attention that is shifting from shit coins to uh, back to NFTs and then or, um, also over on ordinals. I think the best person to sort of throw the bat on to on this on, on this, this particular take is a non-fungible Noah. And he has, you know, this guy worked at auction houses, uh, he says, like for 10 plus years. This is the kid, the dude that worked at... Um 
or, or he's working at Yuga doing the crypto yeah, punk yeah, stuff. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy now who works at Yuga, who previously had an NFT collection, but he has like you know ten plus years auction experience behind him, and he's put out a tweet that uh, basically says that auction houses will always prefer to have the prices stupidly low because if you have prices stupidly low, it means that more bids come in and there's more competition, makes the auctions more interesting. Uh, and then also as well, you know, if you start off at a low number, you can then say that you know uh, that particular collection got uh um got sold for you know 5x 10x the amount or however much like it goes for i think like when it comes to this particular piece this is like this is a different scale in the market in terms of the buyers who would come in i would probably imagine a fund is probably going to buy this one i imagine rather than an individual or if it does go to an individual it's going to be somebody in the space who is well known who has you know a vast collection of high-end fine art nfts the price, I'm not going to really talk about what the price is. Uh, I think it's very difficult to, to like say what the final price would be. It could be a you know huge surprise, but I think it will go to a fund more likely than an individual at the end of this because there are funds out there collecting high-end art that believe that over a 10-year cycle, these pieces will be worth significantly more than they are. And even if they're paying uh, more today, you know, e even if this goes for 5 million or 4 million and people are like, whoa, that's nuts, their thesis is that in 10 years time, you know, 10x, uh, 10x that, or, uh, you know, 10x that, or even more, uh, that some of these pieces in the end will be considered the fine art Mona Lisa's of like of the space. And right now is the time to be buying them at prices when everybody else believes that this is not the case and uh, digital collectibles won't have this sort of high end value uh, that could happen in the next 10 years. So I think it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, and, you know, the fact that Noah is saying that this is underpriced, I don't know. Let's see what happens. But I like it. I like it. I really do. I hope yeah. it's a fund. Go ahead, Kex, please. I know you you you're, you literally basically whoopee cushion during uh, Signal's thanks, yeah, statement right now. Go. I figure I, I messed up my finger. I was trying to turn the volume down on it. But I, I just want it for this this ringer, okay, a little moment of silence for Pixel Pete. Pixel Pete on February 4th, 2021. Sold this ringer for 1.26 rap D. Oh, Pistol Pete. At the time, that was $2,300. Oh, Pistol Pete. Oh, I hope you August bought some. August 27, 2021. 200 days later, oh. it sells for $3.4 <laughs> Pistol Pete, I hope you, uh, yeah, salute to you, buddy. Salute to Pistol Pete, ladies and gentlemen. It's not Pistol, it's Pixel. Oh, Shout out to Pistol Pete. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Pixel Pete right here. Um, wow, Pixel Pete's dead. He's not with us anymore. He, he died in this no, process. No, he's actually pretty active on Twitter. He's dead. Yeah, still tweeting, but he may be dead inside. He's dead. <laughs> you just die if that happens to you. Like, oh, I bought this for 2300 and then not even 365. No, it's well, it's more than 200 days, kids. Yeah, 200 days later. No, it's... it's no, the oh, 3AC bought it 200 days later for 3.5. Yeah, well, anyway, um, that is, yeah, I, I love it. What I'll the say- The YouTube comments also saluting right now is absolutely- <laughs> That is the best thing in the world. That is the best thing in the entire world. I love it. I'm going to throw to Hunt Club Hero in a second, who I don't believe he's been on the show before, but I see him as a listener. I see his Suzuki and I see his tweet, so I want to throw to him in a second. But what I was going to say is, on the art side of the NFT space, I just want to reflect on this for one moment. The auction houses have had full support for the NFT space since the very beginning. 
literally since early 2021, the auction houses. And when you think about it, it makes sense. They're going to make money off of it. And if you watch that documentary that me and Nick watched that really blew our minds, the price of everything covering uh, the auction houses and how it kind of works between buyer, seller, collect, uh, buyer, seller, and auction house. They just need to look for stuff that they can basically pitch billionaire billionaires on, saying this is the next thing. That they are kingmakers, very much so. So they jumped at the opportunity to king make NFT artists right off the bat. The only, the only. Um, people, the only entity that we need to really convince to buy NFTs and that NFTs are valuable are the high-end collectors. Those are the, that's the last piece here. And so obviously someone's going to buy this goose, but you need all the people that buy Gerhard Richters, that buy Basquiat's, that buy Warhol's, that buy Pollock's, all those people need to look at NFTs exactly the same. And the art world is an old, out-of-touch, pretentious ecosystem. Well, they'll all die eventually, though. They will, but you, you still need new blood that has access to the capital. If you go to, like, dude, some of these events, the people are so pretentious, it's unreal. It's like, wear it on your shirt that you're from the traditional art world. I've talked to people that work on, like, the production things for, like, some of those art shows. They're like kind of can't get worse than the traditional art world. They say uh, the fashion world, they get really, they're really mean to you and like they're jackasses at the beginning. But once they trust you and they know that you're going to be able to put on this runway show, th you know, th then you're good to go. They're easy to work with. The art world people are just intolerable the whole time. It's just out of control. Uh, Hunt Club Hero, you got your hand raised. What's going on? Yo, um, thanks for having me. I just, I was listening to the recording from the other day. And you guys were talking about needing some uh, someone from the Azuki side to like just inform. And you were talking about a metaverse play, which isn't actually a thing. Well, we're not we're not talking about Azuki right now, amigo. I'm down to talk about Azuki at some point. In fact, we have a segment later on in the show, although we might not get to it. But we got one talking about whether captains will flip Azuki. Do you have any thoughts Dude. on? Oh, go ahead, Nick. I just want to say I'm grateful that he's listening to the archives. That must have been from our February 13th show. Big show. Big like day. We were discussing ago, Azuki on that day. <laughs> it was like two days ago. You guys were talking about Azuki launching a metaverse. February 13th? Yeah. That's actually my birthday. How fucking weird. I think it's pretty what? cool. You're, you're born the day before Valentine's Day. That's pretty cool. Um, so anyway. Well, it's cool that I guessed that out of nowhere, just the energy that this guy was putting off. It was that Feb 13 energy, you feel me? Wait, so he might be the same Zodiac sign as you, Nick. You guys are like two peas in a pod, you know? I don't, don't think so. Aquarius? I don't think so. Okay. Messed up. Uh, anyway. Wrong. Well, let's go to the next uh, segment, which actually was this. And Hunk Club Heroes here, which is appropriate, uh, so he can he can weigh in. It's just like, ah, fuck this guy. Let's, uh, no, no, let's I just on. literally said that he's here, so it's appropriate. I mean, we, I wasn't going to just suddenly discuss random uh, Azuki-related. Like, we're not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we don't do that. You don't just come on the show and be like, yeah, you know that show you were doing? Screw that. I work for Azuki. Let's talk about that. Like, imagine if I show up to an Azuki show and they're talking all about Azuki and I just come through and just go, hey, I host a podcast. How you guys doing? What's going on? It's not going to work. Anyway, so um, we got this segment. Is the name of the segment, Clemente, what's more likely to happen? I got it. The, the, That's the, the name, name of the segment. Work <laughs> I can tell it's a work in progress. No, no. I mean, right. it's a. I didn't do any work to make progress. That's what it is. It's. I didn't do my homework, uh, but I'm here. 
I, I, yeah, I'm here. Anyway, uh, so first, the, the name of the section t- segment today is "What's More Likely to Happen," ladies and gentlemen. That's got a that is a catchy. <laughs> what's more likely to happen? Should we make a sound effect for that? That I mean, that's pretty wah, good. Wah, right? wah. <laughs> what's more likely to happen? <laughs> <laughs> what's more likely to happen, everyone? Damn, oh, son. what's more likely to happen? Okay, so anyway, we got uh, we got two groups. What's more likely to happen? Now it's growing on me. Now all of a sudden, we're just gonna have shirts. This name is not leaving. What's it's, more likely to happen? It's, it's the best segment of the show. It's gonna be Clemente's face like this, and it's just gonna be what's more like what's more likely to happen. The the logo is just a question mark. It, it needs to be like something super basic. You're like, which one of these is more likely to happen? And you're like stuck on it, but it's like the most obvious answer. <laughs> um, someone just asked in the comments, is random topic guy a new regular guest? Because we do that is a hole that we need to fill, which is in the normal flow of the show, going off the call sheet, all the different segments. We do need someone to just come in and be like, I work for Azuki. You talked about Azuki one time on the show. Let's dive in um so anyway the first the first group right here the what's more likely to happen (laughs) the name of this segment what's more likely to happen captains flipping azuki we got azuki at 15 eth we got captains at a whopping 9.5 eth fast approaching easy's target easy i don't know man if you if if you take the token take the token into account because i feel like it's not apples to apples but if you take the meme token into account uh even though, like, even though Captain's price might not flip Azuki, once you put in so, the value, like the, the market cap of the token, they kind of are flipping Azuki. So mm. wait, wait, hold on. It's, it's another hold, hold on. You guys are de- uh, destroying the segment. What was the alternative option? Yeah. It oh, was, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like going to flip Azuki. Azuki for what's more likely to happen? That, that's on me. That's on me, everybody. Uh, I was yes. having so much fun trashing the segment. I just basically read the first line. Okay. What? Right, hold on. Hold on. It's is what's more likely to happen? Will captains flip Azuki? Or will Pio Matt murder the salad guy? <laughs> the salad, oh, the salad guy. Salad well, guy I moved. I now it's a coffee shop downstairs instead of the the sweet green. And uh, there was a bird inside the coffee shop this morning when I went there. I don't have my coffee gear set up, so I'm buying my coffee. And there was a bird in there. And while I'm ordering my coffee, a guy just goes to the barista. You know, there's a bird in here, right? And she's like, What yeah. did the bird order? <laughs> the bird ordered. Uh, he was just pooping everywhere. I literally saw it coming out of him inside. I think he was like literally scared shitless. And um, and a, a guy took a bag over his hand and grabbed the bird and let it out. And I was like, amigo, let's go. Like this guy's doing it. Like in New York, you're getting a free coffee. I think so too. hundred percent. They should probably made him give, leave a tip the uh, way. Imagine, imagine Googling bird removal services. You think that's <laughs> fucking cheap? Like you think that's like a drop in the bucket? No. Like if a guy's coming to remove birds from restaurants in New York city, that's probably like a $500 charge bare minimum. I would have just came through. I, I would have been treating it like a wiffle ball. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing guys. Hey, a few birds my hey. Hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are we get the other side of what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, what's the counter? So, Captain's flipping Azuki or Pudgy Penguins flipping D Gods. Which of these two? Pudgy's at four and a half. D Gods a whopping 8.6. Shout out to Frank. Got it up there. Wanted to get it up there. He got it up there, kid. Uh, Azuki at 15, Captain's at 9.5. I want to hear from Sig and Easy. What's going on? Uh, 
the comment you just made was yeah i'm giggling sorry right. I have, I have, right. I've, get your get your brain out of the gutter easy yeah, yeah you're right, grow you're up. right. Grow up. You're what grow was up. the comment yeah uh, they're being very immature nick very you, you immature um what was the comment, Easy? Nick will talk later. Nick's the most immature. You can't let this go. You should see me Nick's text at some points. I'm just like, dude, come on now. But I think the pudgy flip is more likely than the the captain's flip. I think just based on floor price, personally. I think it's – did both of you – well, Diesel found the comment. So it'll be it'll be a little bit interesting because captains with the coin, you almost strap yourself to the coin price, which becomes a little bit more difficult. Azuki, I think, can run and continue to run due to uh, a variety of factors. But the D-God's price fluctuation, I don't think D-God's decline. I think Pudgy's ramp It's like my bet on this. Just like longer term. This is a tough one, though. This is an easy one, bro. This is an easy one. Um, but Signal, I want to hear, hear from Signal. Then I got to hear from Hunt Club Hero. We need Hunt Club Hero on this, but go ahead, Signal. So if Spencer was here, if I was to put my Spencer thesis hat on, I would say that he would say that Pudgies can get up there. Um, but I am going to take that. I think when you're looking at captains, you need to take into account the token. So even though from like a floor price, they might not, um, it might not go higher than Azuki. I think once you once you look at the market cap and I'll compare those two collections, captains with the token will be higher. Because you can't like you can't dismiss the value of the token because the, the reason why Captains is running is because of the is because of the anticip the anticipated price of what the token will be in the future. Hundo so, pay. How, did, how does a pudgy get it up? Okay, uh, so we got Hunk Club Hero, Hunk Club Hero, Captains flip Azuki or Pudgies flip D Gods. What's more likely to happen? Um, there's a world where Captains flip Azuki. Wow. If the Vegas event is disappointing, um, people are talking about whether there's an airdrop or a token and like how the dynamics would work, if beans would be rewarded, if they wouldn't, it's a large collection size. So like there's a world where Vegas doesn't live up to expectations and the token gets closer and closer for captains. And there's a world where Azuki dips and captains climbs. I don't think it's like super likely, but um, it's possible. And damn! Good contribution there, Hunt Club Hero. Appreciate you joining the show. That was awesome, buddy. Unbiased, made good points. Look, if, if you're going to me on what's more likely to happen, I mean, how are you going to fade captains releasing an unregistered uh, security, which is what we know everybody in the space wants? It almost makes me be like, can you believe that Board Ape Yacht Club managed to sneak Ape Coin out there? It's kind of wild that that actually happened. But well, I think they tried to do everything they can to be like, no U.S. participants, no staking for it. There wasn't a public token offering, which is what Kicks was talking about too, which I think plays into that. Like, you couldn't just buy Ape on a pre sale from a public um so like yeah there's a couple factors that i think maybe skirted them but they still got it they're getting investigated by the sec so clearly they didn't really slip that one under too too smoothly exactly and i mean look azuki no fading azuki azuki has been just on point people love the art they love what they're doing shout out to spirit dow doing their thing uh azuki at 15 ETH, that's a legit project but you're gonna hang captains at nine and a half eth on me with an unregistered security about to drop team asia based attracting the asian market that azuki already has ready to make this the next azuki i'm hammering captains at nine and a half in this edition of what's more likely to happen oh, oh, shit. <laughs> 
Let's go, Captain. <laughs> so, Pete, you don't care about what me and Nick think? I, I'm, I put you on on uh, screen, Kixie boy. Um, Shit, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I can't even tell you. I think captains. They, I mean, yeah. there's no explanation, no further hey, explanation hey, necessary. Hey, it, what do you think is more likely? Kicks. You know, what, what <laughs> do you think is like more likely? You know what I mean? I think, I think you know, you know, uh, I, I love Luke. I own a Pudgy. Pudgy's my PFP. I think the price can still go up. But I think with most of these things, like uh, rising tide lifts all ships, right? Like a, a lot of these things are going to be moving up in tandem together. Not always, but um, but I think captains, I could see, I I, I could see a, I could see a run up more. Not so much maybe captains goes to twenty and Azuki stays at fifteen, but maybe like Azuki dips to twelve and captains tap thirteen or something like that. Okay, uh, reasonable, but. All four of those projects are great projects, and most of the holders are up, and that's the thing that creates a great NFT project is when most of the holders are in the green, people like you. Oh, yeah. When most of the holders are in the red, they fucking hate you. Yeah, that's, and that's science, dude. I mean, I don't even – I read that in a book. And, and I want to be clear real quick. I'm not fading Luca. I'm not fading Pudgy Penguins ever, and I'm so impressed with, with Luca and what he's doing. Uh, I'm also impressed with Frank and Frank's uh, really robust skill set when it comes to marketing, specifically for floor price go up, which is very specific. I mean, you got Luca building a, a toy empire. You want to think about a NFT organization that's going to be around for a long time. Well, it's, it's locked in at this point. Uh, but in terms of just price go up, speculation, and, and really, we're talking about like a concentrated pump going into an unregistered security. And also, like, we're, like we're talking June, and it's just like there's probably like Pudgy's just had their big catalyst, and now Azuki. You know, we were talking about on the show. Yes, they have their event, and as Easy was saying, yes, you know, their event is where you know magic happens. That's their thing. So something could definitely happen then. And then you've got the token for Captain. So it's like there's two huge catalysts coming and it's just very difficult i think at the moment to um to perhaps say you know it's going to be pudgies only because they just had their catalyst event so they're just up so, against some yeah they're, they're up against some strong contenders they're a little clickety 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 right so, you know. <laughs> maybe i can provide my commentary which is what everyone's been waiting on anyways because my opinion is uh it, whoop, i accidentally removed easy in that process um so let me provide the opinion that everybody's been waiting on because I do drive all of the market. So for, here's the first foundation of this. Pudgy Penguins, what are the initials for it? PP. If you put together Pudgy PP, then that actually would imply that Pudgy can't, has the potential of getting the PP up. So I... All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I had to remove a uh, someone that crashed the show. <laughs> Hold on. So, so that's the beginning of it. Now, despite that, the pudgy PP, I do think that there's, um, I, I think the captains is the play here. Okay. And so, uh, if, if this, you know, nothing on this show is financial advice, but if there was something that came close to it, if there was something that came close to it uh, in this game of what's more likely to happen, uh, <laughs> then, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with captains. Hey, Clemente, give us a little. <laughs> that, that's the icon. We're going to have our artists create. Yeah, there you go. What's more likely to happen, baby? We're selling that shirt. 
That's easy. That's easy merch right there. Uh, Nick, any closer thoughts, buddy? No, that's it, man. I just want, you know, I think my analysis is uh, far superior. I also just wanted to throw in when I'm, when I'm at that. Um, and thanks for the hostage situation. It's, it's a incredible hotel room. Um, the, uh, in terms of uh, one thing that I did say that I thought price go up on was ETH. I saw Keyboard Monkey mm. just hating on the price action. He's been shorting constantly. And I, I just kind of completely disagree with him. Well, he's long I, right now. The, oh. I mean, the guy moves quick. He's, he flips theses very quickly. Well, he, he called a ridiculous price on it. And then... Um, $1,600. Yeah, so I, shit, I can't share the technicals. But this just looks like a, a great setup, man. This just looks like a great setup. So what's well, I mean, look more at, look happily, tech. Ha- likely look to tech, happen? Tech is, tech is ripping in general. Uh, 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 NASDAQ is like less than 10% off of all-time highs. Apple is over previous all-time highs. Well, we got a uh, – damn, it's Friday. I was hoping it was Monday all of a sudden and we didn't have to wait through the weekend to see that announcement come out. Mongo, MongoDB up 30% today after a strong earnings. Mm. Uh, NVIDIA wow. NVIDIA is up 4x from its lows. <laughs> Facebook is up 3x from its lows. Apple's just been sending. Yeah. So. <laughs> Kick. That was too much for a kick. Yeah, they just like shut down. Wow. No, I didn't was... even hear it, dude. Sorry. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, no, this is like when you told the other person to say it again. Can you say it again for me? I said that Apple has Apple's stock has been performing quite well. It has been performing quite well. It's ridiculous, dude. All time highs, dude. I mean, October was the buy the dip in everything slightly later for crypto right November. But pretty much since then, every single risk on asset has been up Uh, only. We just got the debt deal. That deal went debt ceiling. Yeah. Joe Biden out. fell. Joe Biden fell. That's bullish as fuck. Um, that's fucked up. Um, uh, and then the the Fed has been leaking a pause and a pivot, right? So yeah, uh, I mean, what do they say? Like bull markets climb walls of worry, right? That's what's pretty much been happening for the last eight months since the bottom. So yeah, I mean, I was actually looking at the charts too, and we've almost gotten back to where we were uh, before the start of this mess, you know, by and large. Uh, Why did we all sell all of our stock though? Like we got together and we were did. like, let's let's sell this all at the bottom. I'm you, just kidding. Yeah, you know. but uh, markets are forward looking, and I mean, people are are excited about that 2024, you know, potential change in administration. People are probably going to get mad when I say that, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, forward looking, baby. Let's let's uh, pull it up, Clemente. Let's get that free NFT dished out. Today's password for the free NFT is Hydrant34, H-Y-D-R-A-N-T, and the number 34. Go to the nifty.com and claim that today to receive today's free NFT. That's another Bodago's relic, ladies and gentlemen. You're seeing these relics accumulate. Uh, There's still some more relics to complete that series. You see this one? There you go. You see it right here, the Metro Hydrant. Uh, looks like Clemente was pretty early on at 150. I mean, Clemente, you got to give people more of a hey, heads what's up. Hey, what's everybody's 
the first thing uh, that comes to mind with this. this I know why you're was, smiling. You're just a phallic guy. You just love phallic jokes, dude. That's your favorite thing, man. I love it, dude. Pio did this, and he, he was like, I can't believe that you would see that, Nick. Next thing we – I'm not going to name names. I'm not you know going to name names. Nick's the guy in Superbad that just like had to go to the yeah. therapist because yeah. like he just always saw penis. Couldn't help it. <laughs> He loved hot dogs and like popsicles. Yeah, just, if you're gonna draw covers. a thing looking like a dick and then think like, oh, it's not a dick, like, come on, like, who, I'm being inappropriate. It's a, it's a fire. Like, this is literally what fire hydrants look like. Theo would literally draw a penis on a piece of paper with the balls and everything else, and then be like, I can't believe that you would think that that looks like a penis. I literally saw a fire hydrant in the Hamptons last weekend that was literally identical to this. And I was like, I mean, I just don't even know what to do with Nick. What, what is what is the test where they like show you an ink blot and then they ask you what you see? What is that called? Like a, I think an ink blot test test or something like that. Test? No, a Rorschach test. Okay. Okay. Look at that. We got a, an ink blot guy over here. Okay. We're going to do a little ink block uh, test with Nick right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this one over. Clemente, can we can we load this up real quick? We're gonna do an, I can't wait for the the audio audience is gonna love uh, this. The one. URL of this one is uh, is an interesting. Not it is legit. Can we uh, show this? It, yeah, yeah, it's fine. This URL is questionable. I mean, you could screen it. It's you could click it. I mean, and you don't have to show the title. Let me see, Clemente, it, you got this loading up. It's you literally called the image address. I, I put it in. I don't. What am I? Oh, here we go. That's what you're supposed to do. the page that says pornographic drawing. <laughs> I, I, I didn't read that. Out. I mean, that's on me for sure. Oh, here we go. Oh, very no, technical. Case Google dick pic and like. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not true. I Googled ink block test penis. Okay. I didn't. I didn't Google. I think, I think we'll get demonetized for showing this. I mean, it's an ink block. I'm concerned about demonetization. Yeah, we're going to lose the 50 cents that this video is going to generate on YouTube. I think we'll survive. What do you see there, Nick? That's an interesting picture. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's our show. Uh, if it was your first time listening, uh, come back. Come back on Monday. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week. We discuss all things NFTs, crypto technology, entertainment, gaming, finance, and everything in between. Make sure you follow everybody on the panel for this show. Follow Hunt Club Hero. He joined the show for the first time today. Had a fun little performance. Uh, and we will catch you on Monday. Make sure you make an account at the nifty.com. Sign up there. Uh, connect your soul wallet. Connect your ETH wallet. Get ready for the Bodagos drop happening in June. June, among other very, very, you know, highly anticipated NFT drops. I saw Dingling, big time whale, uh, spirit down member posting that June's shaping up to be a strong month for NFTs. Couldn't be more happier that we're dropping in June. Anyway, we'll be back on Monday. The show is also available on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces and follow along with the video share. It's on... <laughs> <laughs> it's on uh, excuse me I was going to say Instagram It's uh, well there is an Instagram page with clips but it's on Apple and Spotify podcasts wherever you find your podcasts otherwise you can listen to it right here on Twitter spaces we will catch you guys on Monday everybody have a good weekend thanks for listening little New York State of Mind in honor of today's Bodago's Relic we'll see you Monday First time in